Welcome to the Eat This, Not That podcast. I'm John Hammond, and this is Megan Murphy. Hi, everyone. And this week, it's time finally to fire up the grill. Yay, so excited. It's, Summer's it's uncovered, basically here. cleaned off. My propane tank is full. The spare tank is full. And, and I am ready for... For summer, I'm ready I'm to grill. I'm so ready, right? yeah. and it's and it's no coincidence that that this episode is kind of lead, leading us into uh, National Hamburger Day. Believe it or not, yeah. there's, there's such a thing. It's of it's course May, there is May 28th. Why wouldn't there be a National Hamburger <laughs> Hamburger be? Day? So so we're recording this previous to to National Hamburger Day, but that's why today we're going to talk about some of the ways that you know, as much as we love our hamburgers, I, I love hamburgers. What's a cookout without without hamburgers? Of course. As much as we love them, we we really don't treat them with the love and care that that we should, right? It's it's an easy thing, like like when we talked about chicken cooking mistakes or vegetable cooking mistakes. Burgers, it's a really easy thing to screw up and screw up badly, right? It's, yeah, you go bad. It, this can go south on you real quick. Yeah, it, it sounds like you're talking from personal experience, John. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like every yeah. every one of these episodes that we have the common cooking mistakes. It's all John's cathartic. like, I do everything, but but we all do everything. But these are so the common. Point, right? That's the point, especially when it's foods that were they're pretty simple basic right chicken veggies burgers so you, you maybe don't give too much thought into them you're not cooking right. a cocovine or something fancy it's a burger but right. there are simple little things you can do when cooking them to make them so much better so much more tasty so much healthier for you and we're going to dive right into that and, now. And these aren't like crazy things right we're not going to talk about like the you know should i should it be a, a mixture of like brisket and this and that and percentage of this and all that this is the basics because the basics are the things that we tend to screw up because yeah. they're because they're basic it's the things that you think you don't have to think about and because you don't it's easy to, to kind of overlook them and and let them fall by the wayside so we're going to make sure that doesn't happen and at the end of this episode you will become the burger master burger you are master. meant to be you will be the burger master of your block so so the grill is calling let's let's get started let's get started i mean yeah, is there anything better than biting into a delicious, juicy hamburger in the summer? No, no I can't nope. think of many more satisfying things. So we're going to try to help you become the best burger master you can be. That's and it. the first and foremost, you have to flatten your patties. Mm -hmm. We talked about this in the chicken episode, how important it is to have an even thickness amongst your, whether it's your chicken breast, but it's the same with patties. You're not making meatballs. You know, right. you got to flatten these things. So you flatten it to ensure an even cooking and you're just going to, it's actually going to stack better on the bun so right. you can layer all the, all the toppings and they won't like slide off the sides. So if you don't have a burger press, which is the most simple way to flatten burgers, you can press two plates together. You can use cutting boards, whatever you need to do. Just go for that nice, even thickness on your burger patty. And if you're stacking it, you're going to make a double burger because why not? Let's indulge right. once in a while. Um, just make them a little thinner than you would a single patty, obviously. Right. You don't so want like a monster. Scene, yeah. You don't I've, want like I've a done, meat coma I've after le that. Legit done this re like recently. And it's, and I think it was probably Instagram that made me realize it where like I, I was so proud of the burger that I made. It was this like hulking, th you know, thick, like yeah. cheese melting over it. And I put it on the bun and it looked so absurd. It looked like, like a tiny, like a giant patty on like a mini bun, on a, slider, bun. on a slider, on a slider bun. And I posted to Instagram because I was like so proud of my burger. Yeah. And people were like, what is that That's thing? That's obscene, like, John. And I looked at the photo, I was like, the outside was all charred, and and you know the uh, the stuff on the inside was was not cooked all. And it's it's of course it's not an even 
keel, so it's not going to cook evenly, right? It's yeah. not an even thickness, so it's not going to cook evenly. Bigger so, isn't always better yeah. when it comes to burgers. It's consistency is key, all about layering and all about the ratio of the meat to the bun to the topping. Right. So that's super important. So and that's and again, like one of those basic things that a lot of people won't think about is the forming of the patties. Um, another thing is seasoning the meat. And, and, and what I mean by this is a lot of people do this because you're trying to get ahead of the game, especially if you're hosting, you know, people over and, and you don't want to, you want to socialize. You don't want to yeah, be course. the guy that's not there socializing. So maybe you, you season your meat a little too early because you want like every, like you'll season it and then put them in the fridge and it's an hour later. And you should really stop doing that because, you know, when you season the patty, that far out salt is something that removes moisture mm -hmm. from from something so salt extracts the the moisture from the meat and it's going to leave you with a dry patty so when people are biting into a dry tough patty they're going to blame you for overcooking it but that might not, might not be the case it might be that you've over or you've seasoned it too soon so you, you don't want to do that and also you don't want to over season the patties either and i know you might you know be proud of your own proprietary you know rub whatever, brand, whatever, yeah. whatever that is and like this is the way i season like everyone knows it but the meat is is kind of the star of the show here or should be the star of the show when it comes to a burger so let that star shine and don't just kind of overpower it with heavy seasonings because you're going to put toppings and condiments on there also so don't lose don't lose the meat so don't season too early and do not over season your patties Exactly. And you want to let the meat be the star of the show, like you just mentioned. And so it's super important to use the right kind of grind mm -hmm. and the right cuts of meat for your burgers. It's kind of like coffee. You want the perfect grind, right, for the That's best right. flavor. And it's the same goes for your burger meat. Too fine or too coarse of a grind or using the wrong cut of beef can absolutely ruin your yeah. burgers and take away from the great texture and flavor. So if your meat is too lean, your burger is going to come out dry. Right. And if your meat is too fatty, you would think that, okay, a little more flavor, but it's going to fall apart more easily. So you don't want like sloppy burger either. Keep it simple. We suggest 80% lean meat. Yeah. Go with and, that. and I think this is, this is an area where you're thinking to yourself, well, I'm not grinding my meat at home. But you're, if you're going to go and you're going to buy that ground beef at the store, you know, don't be afraid to ask them to grind it a certain way. Yeah, absolutely. Because I've picked up those those pre ground you know pre ground meat uh, packages, and you, you get it home and you and you start like mixing it to form the patties, and it's just watery almost, mm -hmm. like watery and 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 because it's gr it's ground too thin, too yeah, you know, and that's and it, and the same thing with the you know meat the meat that is just too lean or too fatty. Just you see it when you're trying to form those patties, and then you resort to things like breadcrumbs or egg, and, and you're just throwing things in there to that's try and save it. Yeah, exactly. And that's never that's never the right plan. So be careful with that. And look as as we as we continue to kind of talk about ways to think about the prep of these burgers. Um, because that's, you know, that's the starting point for, for a lot of these mistakes, right? If you're not prepping properly, you're not going to have a good burger. A big factor in making sure you have a good burger is to make sure you have a clean grill. Please tell me you're cleaning Yes, you have to clean the grill. grill. So important. And you know it too. Like if, if you go to flip a burger and it just, it won't budge because oh, it's, a, it's almost like caked to like the grate because the grate's there. all sludgy and cakey. There's nothing worse than burgers that stick to the grill grate when you try and flip them because then when you do flip it, if you're not like getting all of that, that great beef off of there, like you're leaving that, that 
those bits that just fall through and create flare-ups. But then you flip it over and you just see the, oh, the charred remains of, yeah. of previous grilling. That's <laughs> then you give that burger to like the person at the that. party that a, you don't a, really a like. Burger master, <laughs> a burger master would never serve such a burger <laughs> to their guests. And look, you, you assume that a nice juicy burger is just going to release easily from, from the grill grates. And, and it should, unless your grates are caked with all of that kind of nasty sludge. So make sure that you clean your grill grates before cooking. And the best way to do this is to actually fire up the grill, preheat it um, as, as often as you can, as much as you can, because that heat is going to help loosen up a lot of that previous cooking residue. And then it'll just, it'll just come right off. If you have a grill brush, go ahead and use that. If you don't have a grill brush, just ball up uh, aluminum foil yeah. and a grab it with some oil, right? little olive oil, or, or I would do that afterwards, but uh, the ball of aluminum foil, grab some tongs, pinch it in the tongs and just rub aluminum foil over top of the grill grates and you will be amazed at how clean and how easy that is. And then you just toss the foil and then, and then, you know, maybe brush it, use a silicone brush or something that can, you know, be careful with the heat because you're talking about hot grates. You know, if you can brush some, some oil on there to, again, give that nonstick surface, that clean surface so your patties do release nice and easy when, you, when it's time to flip them, that'll go a long way. And, and cooking on it, I actually clean my grill after every cooking because That's it's smart. just easier because that way I don't have to worry about it. I can just warm everything up and, and start cooking when the grill is good and hot and ready. And that way I can oil the grates after they've cooled down if I clean it afterwards. So what I'll do is after I'm done cooking my burgers, I'll close the grill, I'll kick it back to high and get it up to a nice like 500, 550 degrees and then brush it off and, and scrape all that gunk off and comes it just so easy because it's so hot. Then leave the lid open, let everything cool down and then I'll go and just with a with a cloth, just like oil the grates. Yeah. So that way the next time, next time I fire it up, it's ready to go. I don't easy have to think breezy. about it. You are the grill master, John. I'm, I I'm, love it. I'm working on, on, on my status. I'm like, I'm probably like a... Orange belt, okay, right on my way to black belt status. Black I don't belt. know if black belt's we, really attainable because I, I will eventually screw something up along the way. But. <laughs> we never want blackened burgers, that's for sure. Right, no. It's on your way. But I know we're talking about the grill here, but one mistake that people make is maybe you know they've never tried to make a burger in a pan. Yeah. And if you don't have a grill accessible, sometimes if it's the winter, you don't want to go outside. And I make smash burgers all the time on the pan. So I think if you're if you're having a barbecue and you're cooking up a variety of foods, maybe use a pan to make the burgers and use the grill for foods that will benefit more from them, such as like chicken thighs or fish or vegetables that right. really you want to impart that grill flavor. Burgers are so simple to cook on a pan. Like if you have a hot cast iron grill pan, make sure it's nice and hot. And, and the burgers are great on there. Yeah. I make them like that all the time. And then you get those grill marks too, right? So a lot of people think it's, it's not really cooked if it doesn't have like the, the grill lines yeah. across, the, <laughs> across the patty. Um, but if you have, a, I, I actually have a cast iron grill pan that I can use on the stovetop. And it, it imparts those, those marks right on, the, right on the burger. And also because it has the raised uh, ridges, grill ridges, you know, the, a lot of the fat that it we're rendering the Things kind of drips down yeah. in there, so it's it it's it's still pretty. I mean, a lot of people don't like using a flat top because they think it just sits in the in the grease. But if you're if you're cooking it the right way and it's not sitting on there that long, it's totally fine. Yeah. And 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 to your point, what I like about this is that you know you crowd the grill and you have all the stuff on there, and then everything doesn't take the same amount of time to cook, and the timing gets messed up, and then you're you're kind of in a pinch when you've got hungry mouths to feed. But if you if you take the burgers, which are which should be pretty simple to cook, and you do them on on a flat top and leave the grill for some of the other stuff that might take a little longer that you can get started, or maybe it's better with like low and slow heat, 
and, and or you want to impart like that that wood or that charcoal mm-hmm. kind of uh, flavor to it, you know, use it for those things. A, a, bur- a burger is not going to take those things. So just use the flat top if, you know, if if it suits you. Otherwise, go, go to the grill. Yeah, timing is everything. You can't have, you know, cold food sitting out and burgers not cooked yeah. yet. And timing is everything and, in a barbecue. And, sp- and speaking of timing and, and temperature, of course, I, we've said it once. We've said it a hundred times already on, on, on this podcast. Get yourself... A thermometer. Yes. Get yourself a, a good, good thermometer. meat thermometer and, and please use it because, you know, we, we all, I, I've tried to do the thumb test, you know, where you, you press your thumb into your palm and it's like, okay, if it's, if it's this soft part here, it's rare. If it's this part of your hand here, it's more medium rare. If it feels like this part, then it's, it's well done. No, nobody's doing that. <laughs> I've never I've, done that. I've never <laughs> done that. I've never done that accurately. I'm going to look at my right? palms like they're burger patties now. Right? I don't and know. Just <laughs> Where like, am I pressing? You're, you're poking your patties trying yeah. to figure out like what's what. It's, it doesn't <laughs> no, Want your thumb in their patties, John? Exactly. (laughs) And with the why why is John's thumb like? And or or you just think like, okay, you know, four minutes on it on every side for for a certain temperature, two minutes for a certain temperature. It doesn't it doesn't work that way. It's not going to work well that way. You know what works? A thermometer. A thermometer usually works. You can you can you can look at you can stick a meat thermometer in a burger patty, and if it says 125 degrees, well, guess what? That's rare. If it says 130 degrees, you're probably on that medium rare territory. And if you're 140, you know, to to 150, you're getting from that medium to well range. Anything over 150, throw the patty in the trash because nobody wants that tough that tough patty. Somebody might want. Well Maybe done. the dog. I guess there are those. There are a few. There are a few people who who really want that. But again, it's it just takes the mystery out of it, and it, it improves your accuracy. And if somebody again, there's nothing more frustrating than asking for medium rare and getting well, yeah, or medium <laughs> yeah. or super rare. It's like don't don't ask me if you're not going to deliver it to me. So so make sure you deliver your guests what they ask for. Get a meat thermometer. Yeah, and yeah, like you said, like there's so many people that like there's different way and it's mm-hmm. the only way you're going to deliver the burger how they like it cooked That's is right. with a meat thermometer. All right. So have you ever bitten into a burger that's overcooked on the outside but still cold on the inside? Yeah, yeah. yeah everyone. My is Instagram their burger hands. was like all charred on the outside, and <laughs> then it was basically like mooing raw, raw on, the meat on the inside. <laughs> so that's probably because, well, you, in that case, you didn't flatten the patty correctly. Right. But a lot of times, it's because the burgers hit the grill too early, and the grill isn't hot enough. So I know you know there's all that pressure when you have the hungry mouths to feed, and you want to get those burgers right on the grill right after you turn it on. But you just have to have a little patience. Get that grill nice and hot. I, you know, close the top of the grill Mm -hmm. and then let it get nice and hot for a little bit and then check the internal temperature. And in addition to a meat thermometer, you should get one of those grill thermometers that you can keep right right on the grates. I aim for about 550 degrees and then you know you're good to go. And my grill actually has the the thermometer on the outside that that says the internal Mm temperature. And those can, you know, they're they're hitting, I don't know how accurate it is, but it's ballpark, right? Yeah. Like five, 550 is probably hot enough to to get it going. And then I, I always... I mean, I don't know about you, but when I when I put the burgers on, I always close the grill back down, and then dial the burners. I dial the burners back so it doesn't stay at five fifty because I don't want to nuke the, th- the things. Yeah. But I try and get it back to that you know three seventy five to four twenty five range and let them cook, and then open, flip, and close again. That that to me tends to, but it only works if the grill is super hot to begin with. Exactly. And a lot of people, or a lot of people, throw it on, and if the grill's not hot enough, leave the lid up. And guess what? it's not going to get hot enough. Like all that heat is just like yeah, just going up it. into the air above. So it's, it's you know, get it hot enough and, and then make sure you keep it the right temp, just like you would your oven. You wouldn't mm-hmm. like 
put something in the oven. You wouldn't put a steak in the oven and leave the door wide open and let it go from 425 to 225. No. Like, no, you're not going to do that. So don't do it on your grill. And speaking of getting the grill good and hot for cooking, please don't... I, it, it always pains me when I see somebody do this because I you see it all the time. Don't use lighter fluid to, to fire up your coals. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks. I mean, no, no one wants the burger that has that, that hint, that taste of lighter fluid to it. I, don't, oh, I mean, I don't anyway. I I'm, definitely the, don't. The, that person might be out there and, and I doubt they're listening. Uh, <laughs> if if you are listening, I would ask you to email us at podcast at eatthis.com and explain why you explain enjoy the, why. T- the taste of lighter fluid um, or, or reach out to us on, on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram wherever wherever you can find us I, I need to know why you, you like that taste um, but this happens I get it like you're you're in a rush and coals are, are super challenging and take patience but that's why you're using them so why would you take something that you're using for a purpose because it does impart that nice coal flavor or if you're using the wood uh, the wood briquettes or something mm-hmm. like that and then totally annihilate why you're using them by dousing them in, in this chemical and setting them ablaze and just letting that cook right into, into the burger. You know, it just invest in good charcoal or, you know, and, and start up your grill with time. Like, like this is an area where you've got to plan ahead. Like, all right, I want the burgers on the buns at 5.30, so I need to start the charcoals at whatever time it is. Like, figure out what that time is, but don't wait until 5 o'clock. Yeah, it's just a little right? planning in advance. That's don't don't panic do. at five o'clock and be like, "Oh my god, I haven't started the charcoals." Like, where's the lighter fluid? Douse it and go. No, tell everybody they're eating at six thirty. Yeah, I'm not coming to right? that barbecue. Push it back. No, thanks. <laughs> Another big no-no. This one actually drives me crazy. Mm. Please stop pressing your patties on the grill. So, awful. so many people do that. They take the big spatula and they're like, and then there goes all the flavor, all the juice, all the seasoning. You're probably gonna have a fire on your hands. Talk yeah, you get about the flare setting ups, a, a right? flare ups. You're gonna have a blaze. Just don't do it. No. Just it's not gonna help cook the burger faster. If anything, the juice is gonna come out. The flavor is gonna come out. It's gonna be a mess so yeah. just be patient let it cook let it do its thing i don't know why people do that I, and 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 i say that having done it myself by the way yeah no i think we and, all and have I'm like, like early what, was on. I, what was i thinking like i'm pressing down on on the patties like all right if you, yes we want you to flatten your patties we don't want you to do it on the on the <laughs> yeah, grill with the spatula. Uh, we want you to do it beforehand and it's just it's funny because i think they think the flare-ups are you know you watch people cooking and like you see the flare-up and it's, it feels like cooking and maybe maybe you're trying to get that that vibe or maybe but that's not that's not good you don't want you know a hot ball of fire engulfing your burger patty for a, for a hot second um and it, because again you're going to get that that um inconsistent cooking right mm-hmm. that you're going to get that char on the outside and you're going to think your burger's done you're going to you're going to plate it and send it off and it's going to be not cooked on the inside and also dry because you just squeezed out all the juices stop um, pressing the pork pat- they're that. already cooking leave the poor patties alone yeah. <laughs> stop pressing yeah. them nobody wants that and then you know don't don't, this is something that I've done, especially because, you know, we do a Memorial Day barbecue and, and you've got kids running around and, and, and parents and friends and family and everybody's hungry at the same dang time. You, you crowd the grill or I have crowded the grill. It's you, every inch of grill grate is covered with like a patty or, or a hot dog. And, and I get it. Like if you're hosting a party or a cookout, you, you might feel the need to kind of get everything done at once. 
Um, but you, you fight that urge because you're going to actually have a better burger as a result. You know, just a few more minutes will go will go a long way because it's not going to take that long to cook the burgers anyway. So do them in waves. Um, I do everything. You know, I prep everything beforehand, ex- except I don't season. Don't overseason don't too season early, John. Beforehand, but I'll get the patties good and ready. I don't season them actually until I'm I'm putting them on yeah. the actual grill, and I'll season the top side, and I won't season the other side until I flip it. Yep, I do the same thing. So so there you go. See, we're we're aligned there. Um, um, and, and, and then what I've also learned to do is just cook in waves and it's, you know, I treat it like the Titanic, right? Women and children first and then, and then guys, you get your burger. So just let everybody know <laughs> and guys like have, have another beer, have some more, yeah. you know, chips and, and dip or whatever. Like let the kids kind of get their fill, let the ladies get their fill and then, and then we'll eat our burgers and, you know, we'll feel more manly for, for being chivalrous. There you go. I'm coming to your barbecue See? next time. I'll get my burger first. You'll get, you'll get, you'll get fit early. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a, uh, one mistake that I've made because I get so excited to mm-hmm. eat that nice, beautiful, juicy burger as soon as it comes off the grill. But if you've ever bitten into a burger and the bun is just super soggy, it's probably because you have not let it rest. It's like a steak. You need to let your burgers rest just for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. You'll avoid that really overly soggy bun. And after a couple minutes of resting, you know, you get the blood and the juices flowing. You're going to get that amazing mouthwatering, juicy flavor. It's not all going to juice out into the bun the minute you squeeze it. So avoid the soggy bun. Let your burgers rest, and then they'll still be warm. Yeah. It'll only be a minute or two, and that anticipation buildup, it's going to taste that much better if you just wait thing. a minute. Look, also, like, nobody wants, like, piping hot food, right? Yeah, not, you, you don't want to burn your burn, mouth. Burn your mouth yeah. or your tongue, or anything. then the rest, of, the rest of the meal is is ruined. And to me, you know, think of, think of that moment, that moment of resting. Think of it as it's still cooking. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is. Like you got to factor that in like we we talked about all the the prep things and whether it's heating up the coals or the grill or or whatever it is. You know, this is this is part of the cooking process, letting it rest mm-hmm. because the meat is still going to be cooking. So if you're looking again, if you're looking at those temperatures, that's why you should keep that meat thermometer in something that's been resting to to see where it kind of tops out because if you take it off the grill and you think it's at 130 and okay, there's there's my medium rare and then you let it sit for a few minutes. Well, guess what? That temperature is still going to creep it's up. It's still going to creep Absolutely. up. And now all of a sudden you're you could be at 140 depending on on how that number is escalating when it comes off the grill. So that's why you might want to take it off at 125. Let it rest, check it and all of a sudden you see it's at 130, 135 that's and perfect. now you've got your medium rare and now you're going to give it to your mom and your mom's going to be so proud of the way she raised you and so happy that you're <laughs> you're so able to feed your family and your friends so well and just think about making mom happy. There you right? go. Always. I mean just Always. at the end of the day make mom happy. And and look We've all done these things. They're they're common mistakes. They're easy mistakes. They don't have to be. The best part is that they're they're easy to fix. And and once you do, you will be fully prepared. Like me, you'll be on your path to becoming that black belt burger master. Um, hopefully, you'll get there sooner than than I do. You probably will, of course. Um, at the end of the day, hopefully, these tips help you keep your family and friends well fed and happy this summer. Whether it's a Memorial Day cookout, Fourth of July, or just having friends and family over to enjoy a nice summer afternoon. For more great tips on the ways that you can fix some of these common cooking mistakes, we've talked about chicken and veggies and and now burgers. Uh, There's a ton more here if you keep listening and also at eatthis.com. So make sure you check check us out there as well. Until next time, I'm John Hammond. And I'm Megan Murphy. Uh, Be sure to let us know what food choices are on your mind. As John mentioned before, please email us at podcast at eatthis.com. We're going to share them with you here. We love helping you eat this, not that. We also hope you have a very happy Memorial Day weekend. 